0: Good morning, ladies. I hope you're having an amazing week. And I don't know about you, but I am really struggling with the idea that it's August. It's crazy. I always feel like this happens every year. I saw a funny little meme yesterday that said something like, "Was is it me or was June and July like five minutes? <laughs> so I remember really enjoying June, I think too, because so much of our lives is related to weather, right? June was so mild in South Carolina. You know, when I went to the beach earlier in the month with the kids, it was really cool. The water was pretty cold. And July just came in like just a wild, wild flame. It was just hot and humid. And so we're in August and it's it's awesome. We're coming up on two weeks until school starts. So Parents, I'm praying for you now. I'm praying for my kids. We're going in seventh and eighth grade this year. So I've found myself, it's been interesting, I've found myself sort of feeling, I don't know if nervous is the word, but I've sort of got this, this feeling about, oh, seventh grade, eighth grade, this is so hard. It's middle school. And I caught myself and I just really recognized and noticed that that's just not helpful. Even if there are times when, yes, it is known we're dealing with teenagers, middle school's tough, kids can be mean, that doesn't mean that that's necessarily going to be a hard or bad or stressful year. So I've really had to reframe my thoughts and go, you know what? this could be an amazing year. This school is, I I love the school and I like the leadership. You know, what if they get amazing teachers that love them and can see them for who they are? And what if they meet new friends? Because for my son, this is, he's moving up with his age, but there's going to be new kids there too. So I just wanted to share just the truth of, you know, sometimes you wonder, oh, wow, she just, everything's just good and positive and she has it together. Um, No, (laughs) I'm very much human. And I catch myself inside of negative thought patterns, just like you do. I just am at a place now where they don't take me down and they don't they don't stay on a loop. I notice and I go, huh, that's not helpful for me to think that way. How can I change this? What do I really want to feel? How do I want to go into this year? Because I'm a firm believer, too, that as parents, obviously, our kids can feel that. They can feel our energy. But that also affects how we parent and how we lead and how we encourage them. Everything comes from... Our actions come from, and the results that we get, come from our thought processes and our behaviors. So if we catch ourselves, if you catch yourself in having some thoughts like this as you're heading into the school year, or whatever it is for you, you may be, many of you don't have kids in school. Most of, a lot, i almost say most of, but a lot of the women here, you guys have grown and gone kids and you're even dealing with grandkids now, which is fine too. I have a huge wide range. I even have moms with younger kids. A couple of my clients have had early elementary school kids. Either way, I want to just share that with you to just check in. Now that this kind of feels like this may be a new season for you, if you don't or you're not headed into the school year, maybe it's fall, but just notice. Notice what your thoughts are about right now what's coming up. Is it serving you? Is it helpful? Or maybe should you change it up? Okay, so I hope you're having an awesome week. Today, I'm going to be talking about the power of regret, only if used correctly. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, sister, are you newly alcohol free that you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. I want to talk today about regret. And the definition that I pulled up was to feel sad, repentant, or disappointed over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or a missed opportunity, and I kind of want to talk a little bit more the, of the, about the part of a missed opportunity or even a loss. So I also kind of was just looking at other synonyms and things like that. And I found this. Some common synonyms of regret are anguish, grief, sorrow, and woe. While all these words mean distress of mind, regret implies pain caused by deep disappointment, fruitless longing or unveiling remorse, nagging regret for missed opportunities. So, I just want to ask you today, when you hear this, what do you immediately think about? Do you feel something in your body? If so, where is it? Where is this feeling that was maybe just now triggered for you when you heard about regret? Now, I believe that we all, as humans, do have regrets and we will have regrets. So what we get to do from this point forward is decide how much of it will we have. Are we willing to continue to pile it up? Because we've heard stories many, many times through the years about older people on their deathbed and the question being asked, you know, what what do you regret? Do you have regrets? And it's always something super sweet and simple that maybe they didn't spend enough time with family or maybe they didn't do something or reconnect with someone or take a chance on something that they maybe really wanted to do, but were too afraid of. Never have I heard someone say, I wish I would have worked more, <laughs> watch more TV, you know, anything like that. So this is a real thing, and it can be super powerful. And I want to just ask you, do you avoid this feeling? And I believe, I love the um, the strongest word, I believe, was deep disappointment and fruitless longing. So for me, if something is fruitless, It's just unnecessary. So if you're sitting there inside of this deep pain, longing for something, it's not producing fruit. And we can even connect this spiritually, right? That's what we're supposed to produce fruit as growing believers. That's what Jesus says. Go into the root. The root is healthy. The tree, the vine will produce fruit. And on another layer, how do we do that? By abiding in him. So that's the spiritual aspect of it. And we know there's freedom and there's forgiveness. But in this context, I just really want you to think about, are you just afraid of feeling it? Does it just scare you that much? Are you afraid that you're going to take yourself down in this deep spiral? Do you make it mean something about you? Like you're wrong or bad? Does it feel like shame? And you really need to recognize the regret so that you can learn something. And so just like I said in the beginning, let's, it's, regret is powerful, but only if we're using it to move us forward. It is not helpful if you are sitting inside of the shame. That's not okay. So my coach, Sean Smith, says, the best time to take an action or commit to something that you're feeling led to is when you first felt led or thought about doing it the second best time is now I don't want to say that again this is something that um, that he teaches and they've been talking about recently in the community that I'm in and this is my um, coaching university that I've been connected with Um since 2019, since I started this journey. And we all have it. And he has had, and we all talk about the express of regret, but learning how to use it in a powerful way. So this is why I so was inspired to think this way and share this with you, that the best time to take action on something is the first time you thought about it, or the first time you wanted to commit, or you had a desire. Let's just say you didn't and you regret it. So when is the second best time? Right now. So for the sake of this podcast, I want you to think of something that you regret not doing in your life just to help you sort of sit inside of this. I could say something as simple as, this is what came to me when I was writing this outline. I could say, huh, What if I had taken those voice lessons that my mom bought me as a gift one year for my birthday? There was a season in my life where I was singing a lot more. I mean, I grew up singing. I love it. I was in concert choir and show chorus, and even in my younger adult life, I was part of a praise team, and I sang, and I did do solos. I sang with a band and involved in church singing and things like that, but I thought, huh? where would I be if I had really gotten serious about voice lessons? How well could I sing? How well could I breathe and feel air going inside of my lungs and being able to control my vocal cords? How much more confident could I be on stage? Would I have maybe done more on stage? Would I have done more... Acting or pursuing more solos, or what would that look like? And just thinking about that, well, huh, I could be here and I could be there. And that's a simple for me now thought process. Now, here's the thing if I really felt super led to do this now and I wanted to pursue voice lessons guess what would be the best time for me to do that? (laughs) Now, if I really sat inside of this and I thought, golly, boy, I sure did miss out on all that time and where could I be and how good could I be? And man, could I actually made some money from it? You know, what if I had a new or an extra career or things like that? Just getting really curious And if I said, you know, I really feel led and this feels like something I want to do, then I could do it now. I'm still breathing, right? And so many times I think we make judgments or quick um, decisions. Well, I'm too old now or what, you know, how much time do I have? Well, we have it while we're here, period. And if you have not done something that is coming up for you right now cuz I'm sure just as I'm talking there's things coming up for you that maybe that is that could be simple like voice lessons or piano lessons or you know maybe you'd never learn to swim because you're in that age group where it wasn't as common to be taught my dad went through that and he went as a young adult or I guess middle-aged adult and got took swimming lessons so that he could feel safe and stronger when he they're living on a lake so what is that for you? And it doesn't mean you have to. Like, to be honest with you, I don't need to take voice lessons and I don't feel this this longing or this, you know, I'm not drawn to that right now. I'm fully loving my my life and my calling here with you and doing what I'm doing and and growing in that, right? But what is that for you? Now, let's get a little more serious. Now that you've kind of sat in it and you understand what we're doing here, how long have you known that you have an unhealthy relationship with alcohol? When did you first think that, hmm, I don't think this is really going well for me, and I think I might want to slow down or quit? How long has that been? When did you first feel that and think that? What things have happened or not happened since then? Can you allow yourself to feel this regret, possibly the pain, the disappointment? And can you use it to drive you to making a new choice now? Now, if this feels helpful for you, I want you to write this down. And I want you to take some time for those of you who do uh, a journal and you enjoy kind of processing in written. If that's not you, that's totally okay. I highly recommend it. It doesn't mean you have to journal daily and things like that. But when I give you specific ideas and exercises like this, I highly encourage you to do it. And this is one I would just say, hey, let me, just, let me just grab a little journal and a pen and just start writing, okay, when was the first time I thought about this? What year was it? What was I doing? Was it six months ago? Was it one year ago? Was it five years ago? What things have happened in my life since then that could be related to me not drinking? Or what things have not happened in my life related to me drinking? And here's what I want to make super, super clear again, is this is not about shame. You are not wrong. You are not ruined, broken all to pieces, unfixable, stupid, an idiot, a horrible human. That is a lie straight from the enemy to keep you stuck and keep you there. That is not helpful and it will not lead you to a breakthrough. And I'm here for you so that you will take action to get to a breakthrough. So I want you to sit inside of the yuck and just be like, where would I be if I had blank? And we don't know. I'm not saying that we actually would know where where you would be or where I would have been. Remember in all full honesty here, I thought about it for at least two years. I can't even say for sure when the first thought was. And that's why I want you to not be so rigid and try to be a perfectionist here, but just ish. We just want to find out ish. How many years ago was it when you really started recognizing it? You know, what's changed? What's not changed? What has happened? What has not happened? Just feel it and just sit in it. And then my next question is now what? From here, from this place of okay, I have the regrets, I've written them out, I've cried, I've felt the disappointment, I felt the remorse, I realize this like it feels gross to me. But guess what? What will you choose now? Where will you go from here? Do you want to now make a decision today? That you no longer want to sit in that regret and you dang straight don't want to be sitting here listening to this again or thinking about this again one year from now, two years from now and going, oh my gosh, why didn't I do that exercise that she told me to do? Why did I continue to avoid? Because I didn't want to feel it. I want you to stand up for yourself today and say, I'm just going to feel this. And I'm going to cry and I'm going to feel gross. And it's okay because I'm still here and I'm still breathing and I'm still standing. And there's a reason why God has put me here as your coach and your friend. There's a reason why God has put you here on the other end of this podcast. I don't know who you are. I can't see you, but there's a reason why you're listening today. So today, what is your choice? And here's the next step. If you're ready for support and you're willing to share your choice with me and you're ready to pursue, what does that look like to get support and and how do we walk it out? Then you send me an email, michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Just type me a few sentences to say, hey, listen to the podcast. Here's where I'm at. Let's get on the Zoom together and have a little chat and see if coaching is a good fit for you. Or if something else is a good fit for you, and then we'll decide. And you get to choose. Okay? I hope this helps. I hope you take this seriously and do these action steps. And I love you. And have a great day. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support So they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at Porterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.